Welcome to the Abbott Circle Podcast. The Good Shepherd's Crozier, Father John Henry. The sheep hear his voice as he calls his own sheep by name. Have you ever wondered what God thinks of you? How he sees you? Have you ever asked, is he pleased with me? Or, in his eyes, am I the biggest hypocrite to walk the face of the earth without realizing it? Our Lord doesn't see us in the black and white categories that we often apply to ourselves and others. He sees us with the eyes of mercy, loves us with the heart of a shepherd. Our Lord sees us as people who need to be called, found, caught, brought back, and protected. In the Gospels, we find that belonging to Him is to be like fish caught in a net, birds resting in the branches of a large shady tree, and as sheep who not only listen, but follow. Is that an accurate profile of how we see ourselves, as captives at rest, attentive and responsive? Or, better to say, do we see ourselves as needing to be called or caught, found or brought back on an ongoing basis? The Lord says that we should, because only then are we open to hearing His voice. We have the awful power to drown out the voice of the Good Shepherd, much like the Pharisees to whom our Lord is speaking. They looked Jesus in the eye, heard the words, Good Shepherd, coming from His mouth with accents of pure compassion, and then proceeded to take up stones again to stone Him which is how this episode in John 10 ends up. They're just biding their time until he's finished with his rhetoric. What are they really listening for? The same kind of thing can happen to us if we aren't keeping ourselves open to the shepherd's voice. The Lord tells us that his voice is immediately recognizable to those who have ears to hear. His voice strikes a chord in their hearts. It is clear true, and always full of hope, never discouragement, so that even if I am the biggest hypocrite in the world, God's grace can take care of that too. His voice may leave me rebuked, but never hopeless. We all have voices or opinions that we listen to and those we do not. How can you tell the voice of the Good Shepherd from all the other competing voices? If we identify ourselves as sheep of his flock, we have to ask, where does my attention go most of the time? Not where it should go, but where does it go, in fact? Where are my eyes looking? What am I listening for? We should think about how we spend our time, biding our time, killing time, or redeeming the time. We could think about how we talk to ourselves, about ourselves and about others, and about events that happen to us. Are any of these echoes of His voice? There is something far deeper at the root of why we make the choices we make. We want to hear our name called with an accent that convicts us of an everlasting, forgiving, accepting love. We want to hear our name called by one who sees how confused and misguided we are, and who says, why do you seek the living among the dead? Follow me, for I am the way. In a sense, we go astray so that someone will call us back and convince us that we are looked after and loved. 
This is why the Good Shepherd himself says, What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he has lost one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the one which is lost until he finds it? And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders, complaining of the inconvenience, murmuring, no, rejoicing. Our Lord receives no payment from being our good shepherd, except the joy that comes from saving us. We should give him that joy. How? By paying attention to the many ways in which he speaks to us and guides us day in and day out. The Lord Jesus always speaks words of fire whenever he talks about saving us, holding on to us forever, keeping us safe in his kingdom. He is a jealous God. A God who sheds his blood for us is many things, but detached is not one of them. And he doesn't care how his attachment to sinners looks or sounds to people who have not ears to hear and eyes to see. As far as our salvation is concerned, he will do anything to get our attention, to attract us away from evil and toward good. He'll do anything short of breaking our will. He may break our heart, but he won't force us to be attentive and responsive. Blessed John Henry Newman says that it is the very triumph of his grace that he enters into the heart of man and persuades it and prevails with it while he changes it. He does not coerce, but draws us to himself. He catches and leads us to the place where he alone can give us rest, in the verdant pastures of his heart. There he gives us repose. Thank you for listening to the Abbott Circle Podcast. Please visit the website for updated content.